This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Is Shohei hitting and pitching? Yes. He I've is. heard he's, he's pitching really well. It's fair to say he's the only guy that's doing it, and not only that, doing it well. I think that's extremely fair to say. The only reason they let him do it is because he's the best. That's the bar you have to hit in order to bat as a pitcher now. I need more Shohei. <laughs> you literally have to be Shohei. Yeah, it, your resume. It's like, I, I need more Shohei. Look, man, we got him in the cloning vat. You already brought this up. We are actively cloning him. Don't worry. We're working on that. <laughs> right. need more yeah. Shohei. Yeah, it takes years to perfect this technology, man. But there were guys that were Shohei before Shohei. That's right. We didn't need rules for it. It's killing me. Yeah. No, dude. They're hard to come by. I mean, Babe Ruth. Ah. We've harped a lot on DH and the offensive rules. What about games where they use a starter on quotations, where they pitch someone from the bullpen, the opener, and then go to a starting pitcher or someone with a little bit more stamina? I think the reasoning behind it is there are stats and metrics that saying the third time through the lineup, you're more susceptible to be hit. Maybe it because you're tired or they've seen you or they know what you have. Is that not creating an advantage almost like the shift was because you're forcing the offensive hand? Are they going to get rid of it or should they? Yeah. So when I first heard about that, I was really out of the loop on baseball. So I never saw it. But when I first heard about it, I was into the concept. I thought they were taking advantage of being able to bat for the pitcher and then they'd pinch hit for him. So I thought it was kind of this new discovered advantage where you throw a guy early, then you get to hit with one of your guys on the bench that might not ever get into the game later. Yeah, so I liked that there was a sort of a new strategy found. I love the concept of the starter starting and ending the game. Like I'm a huge proponent of that. So I don't like that it took away from that, but I like that there was a new strategy found with the old set of rules. So they're actually testing a new rule in the Atlantic League that would shut down the opener. It's called the double hook DH rule. It states that clubs can use the DH throughout the game as long as the team's starting pitcher has completed at least five innings. Hey, fucking hey. Okay. Yeah, pitch whoever you want to pitch, play whoever you want to play. I mean, whenever you want to do it. It seems like that kind of captures yeah, uh, that's freedom. what baseball really was. And mm-hmm. the fact that you can still do that, I like it. It's a strategy to get the better of your opponent. And anytime you can mix that in in sports, I really like that. Mental aptitude is fun. That's why baseball is fun for me because there's a strategy to it on every play, every pitch. It was less beautiful, like no chance of a perfect game, no hitter, that stuff. My thought is like to be the best, you got to beat the best. Like you don't have to pull this gimmick shit. And now that everyone throws a hundred, it's kind of interesting, I guess, right? Because you can throw one inning and throw 105, blow people out the door and then you're done. And I guess I shouldn't have a problem with it, but it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. You guys know how fast a hundred miles an hour is? Like, I've never seen it. Yeah, the fastest I've ever seen in my life was ninety-two, and it would take a miracle for me to hit it. Right, so hard. I think I saw eighty-eight, and it felt the same way. It was like that's the fastest thing I've ever seen in my life. I heard it. (laughs) I didn't see it. You have to like be psychic to hit balls that are going a hundred. Definitely heard it. Yeah, you have to guess what's coming in. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And they're good enough to do it, and that's why they're professionals. And it's incredible to watch it. Really, it's phenomenal. Okay, you asked about Shohei. Shohei has had 126 at-bats this year. 
He's got 36 hits. He's hit seven home runs. OPS 350. Yeah, he's legit. It's great. He's legit, dude. What's his batting average? 286, but that's an old school stat nobody cares about anymore. Huh. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, his OPS plus is 132, yeah. dude. You asked for his what? How many ribbies? Another stat nobody cares about, 19. He's even more impressive pitching-wise. I, I care. I, I know mean, you That's care, like the but... main one. That's like points, assists, and rebounds. It's like batting average, home runs, and RBIs. Come on now. Boo. <laughs> For real. RBIs, <laughs> nobody looks at those Can't anymore. Nobody looks at RBIs anymore. No. What? It's a relevant stat. No. Yes, it is. A3, is that irrelevant? I, no. It, are I'm, RBIs irrelevant? It's a situational you... stat. It doesn't define- A4, I'm with you 100%. You're the... batting runs in. Those are points. The war on the tradition. Let's get more points. These are points. I'm not saying they don't matter. It's just, it's not a good way to evaluate how good a player is because it takes into account too much the performance of the players around him. That's the problem with RBIs. Uh, I'm sure. Well, it also tells you pretty good where they hit in the lineup. Yeah. I think it's great to celebrate people who get a bunch of them. That's awesome. But when you're evaluating how good somebody is, how good a hitter they are, it's irrelevant. I wouldn't say it's irrelevant. I'd say it's a piece of the puzzle that's going to go into the whole part, the yeah. whole eval. Okay, sure. But today's players are not evaluated by their RBIs. They're evaluated by other numbers. Yeah, it's more of like a clutch. It's all about war. Yeah, war. It's more like a clutch stat. War is the only thing that matters. Correct. What about Shohei's pitching stats? Isn't he just yeah. mowing yeah. him down this year? To that. Mowing. You guys, he's 4-0 with 59 Ks. Dude, that's that's well, banging. talk about irrelevant stats. Wins don't shouldn't evaluate. Yeah, you're completely correct. His WHIP is uh zero point eight seven. How about earn run average? His ERA is two point five four for all the old men listening. All right. That's a good number. <laughs> I forget how to do WHIP. I, I'm gonna brush up on that. So yeah, he's dealing this year, like no doubt. Need more Shohei. Need more cowbell. Need more Shohei. Yeah, more Shohei. <laughs> yeah. Um. I got a question for A2, and it's more about on the idea of getting things right and calls and AI in the game. And you've talked a mm-hmm. bit, you're really on the level and the pulse of what's going on and what might be coming next. I've also heard you say that professionally you work kind of with this kind of stuff, like video game programming and whatnot. AI whispering. Yeah, yeah. I have a little. I'm curious, just from your point of view, like, is there any part of that that could actually be positive to the future of the game? Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's... Explain to the... Like, give me an example of something like... We talk about these new stats. Like, I know there's a lot of those pieces that help evaluate players. But if we're so worried about, for example, health of a player because they're making so much money, isn't there anything AI can do or something that can be done to help create a better environment for the game to be healthy? Or are we just doomed? Like, what's going on Mm. there? Let's take this angle. Um, Parents in the stands yelling at umpires and umpires not wanting to do their volunteer job the next day because because they're getting yelled at, right? I think we talked about a league in New Jersey that instituted a rule where if you yell at the umpire and get thrown out, in order to come back and watch a game, you have to umpire three games. I love that. So we have a big problem. It's a very thankless job. Um, Everyone makes mistakes. Imagine if 20 people yelled at you every time you made a mistake at your job. You know, the institution of AI, if it's, I mean, I've seen Will Smith save the world like eight times and iRobot and all that <laughs> shit. And I, I'm just asking like, can Will Smith save baseball or is it only going to be detrimental? Yes, there's the question. Can Will Smith save baseball? You can yell at the robot, but it just doesn't do anything. You know, like everyone's going to look at you like you're yelling at a robot. The robot's never going to react emotionally. And so 
yeah, we're going to get robot arms. Games are getting forfeited all over the place because we don't have enough umpires because it's a thankless job. Right. And they're getting harassed. So I think AI can save us there. Also, we have to really define like, what is AI? Can we just call it really cool software? Because there's a really big spectrum here of like, you know, you look at something like TrackMan or Hawkeye. These are just, just stats. It's not really AI. It's just like it can track an object through space and get a bunch of data and kind of give you a 3D spatial model and like give you a binary thing like it was in this area or it wasn't. That's not really AI. AI is kind of something different, but there's a bunch of things in between machine learning. And let's say I've got a little game I need to officiate. And yeah, sometimes I have an umpire, sometimes I don't. But I definitely have like three drones that just fly around. I just got to charge them up. And they have all this data that'll tell you if the ball's in the bounds, if it, if it went over the fence, if it bounced on top of the fence, if it hit the foul pole. Uh, it'll tell you if the kid's feet were on the dirt. Hey, why not? You know, these little drones could just help. And then eventually you don't even need the guy out there. You just have the drones. But somebody, somebody's kind of got to be there to kind of like set up the drones and make it go. So, you know, I mean, that might be the future of officiating. The officiator, he might be sitting in the stands with like a control pad. Hmm. I actually do believe that would be good for baseball because it solves the umpire problem. It solves a lot of a fairness issues because now a lot of people just have a lot more confidence assuming that we work out all the bugs and the software gets better and better over the generations until it's in fact extremely accurate and very, very good. I think that's good for baseball. Thanks for that. That's interesting. Sounds less fun. Sounds sterile for sure, but if sterile, it's just kind of a trip. And right now that's kind of the only answer, sterility. But you still have all these kids on the field. It's not like, right. You're not taking away. I understand that you're taking away some humanity. You're right. Yeah, it's true. You know, these drones can get out of the way and they never get hit by them. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be as fun to play. It seems like it wouldn't. Yeah, it might not be, but it might be more available. And if it's not as fun to play, I don't think people would want to go to the game as much. That's something that's been established, right? You guys have mentioned it. The changes aren't necessarily to better the game live in person versus turning it into a TV spectacle or TV product. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. These drones have cameras in them, please. Well, dude, can you imagine the video angles and replays brought to you by Subway Mm -hmm. from drones? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Man. Eat fresh. (laughs) Be pretty neat. How many times do you think Joe Buck has said eat fresh in his whole career? (laughs) Oh, man. Over a thousand. Why do you got to bring Joe Buck? We were all having a good day. The greatest of all time. (laughs) Please. The greatest? The greatest announcer in the Uh, world. Now you're just trying to ruffle feathers. You're just trying to ruffle feathers. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Talking about blowing the game up. Yes. And got me thinking, if we have universal DH and it isn't going away, obviously, why do we have leagues again? And why can't we just run it like an NCAA tournament? And yep. to get rid of flopping or the James Harden school of flopping or throwing games to get a better draft pick, mm. the mm. top 16 mm-hmm. teams make a playoff scenario in whatever way you want it. And then the rest of the teams play for the number one draft pick. And then you serpentine from there. The fact that they're trying to turn every game into a game seven must-see TV, if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. But would this help the health of a playoff scenario? I mean, that's in the category of blow the thing up. So I like it at this point. Mm. Just go for it. Yes. Like, let's all play all the teams as many times as everybody else plays all those teams. There are no leagues. I like the tournament style. Go. Do it. 
you did say what kind of struck a chord with me is the flopping thing. No, what I, excuse what me, excuse me. It's the James Harden yeah. school of flopping, please. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. thank you. No, the AJ Perzinski's rule of flopping. The first ever baseball flopper. Let's make a statue. Make it happen, guys. Hmm. <laughs> well, the thing is with hardball now, it really is the one sport that you really don't see flopping. And I guess that's something for me because I can't stand flopping. I cannot stand players acting out, pretending they got fouled when they didn't. It is the most cockamamie bullshit I've ever seen. Like play hard, play through the whistles. Come on, guys. One thing that hardball doesn't seem to be promoting or set up to do is to flop. Like, when are you going to flop in baseball? Like, does anybody know? I mean, flop like AJ. Does the game allow for it now, though? Yeah, an outfielder diving for a ball and they trap it, but they kind of make it look like they caught it. I like that. Right, but we have slow motion replay to to refuse that. The other team has to review it. Yeah. Kind of shit still does happen. It's still stupid. Yeah, the other one is the I got hit by the ball. Right. Mm -hmm. Where Mm -hmm. sometimes it looks like it may have nicked the uniform. They've done like shoe polish on the baseball or something like that. The other one that comes to mind is if you hit a weak grounder and you know it immediately, you pretend like it went off your leg (laughs) so that it's a foul ball. Hmm. Those are a couple that I'm thinking of that are like in the same flop Mm -hmm. category instead of like ah screaming like you got fouled. That's like the baseball version. I do like how the game doesn't really make it easy to flop. Yes. Whereas other games, basketball... Yep. soccer really hard to officiate at the same time right and like what's the difference between a block and a charge in basketball it's so tricky well, yo it's, yo speaking of the nba they have an anti-flopping rule now they do they do not oh, want to promote foul, this like get a foul on you for flopping yeah it's a technical, technical they think okay. you flopped they can give you a t which is rewarded for one That's one great. Thing. i love like it i and guess what yeah. flops went way down great yeah has anyone seen it you know, it helped you've seen this in action so james harden doesn't play basketball anymore or is he starting no to- he plays He's on. He's on the seventy sixers. He is playing basketball. I think is a better way to say it. uh, (laughs) He still does his head nod, like his "What's up? What's up? I'm driving the lane. What's up, guy? What's up, y'all?" Yeah, like uh, he's a master at writing the line between. He's amazing. He he really is. Yeah, I don't know. Just back to a three. Your original question. I really like where your head's at for all that. Go for it. I'm all go at this point. Blow it up. My stance is the same. Once the UDH hit, blow it up. It's gone to me. It's dead to me. Baseball's dead to me. Blow it up. Let's go. Blow it up as much as we want. So I like it. Let's go. Let's go for it. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> you you guys are living a sad existence, like trying to preserve something that's just never coming back. <sighs> no, no, no. Like there's no. We're, good we're luck finding the doing. humanity. There's hope. <laughs> good luck. No, no, no. All we're doing is getting to the heart of the matter. That's it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's our journey. We're getting to the heart. I think we're really getting somewhere. Good luck finding the humanity in the game. It's not going back that way, you guys. Yeah. You're right. And to sit here and talk about it like what it once was is, is great. No. It's great. Great way to spend your time. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm here right now doing it. I really enjoyed your guys' interview with the commissioner, by the way. Well done on that. Mm, nice. But it got me thinking, like, I get the feeling that right. you're so staunch in the view of that baseball is totally different or dead or, or needs to be preserved. Like, when it comes to youth... Do you have any issues with the game being manipulated, for lack of a better term, to make it easier for kids? Are you okay with it as long as the game is still alive in the base of it? No, I don't really care about if the game's still alive. It's I kind of just feel like 
the example for every other league is the top level, the best players. So they need to be playing the sport of baseball. Got it. And they're not. So it doesn't really matter to me if it falls apart because it's like you guys sold out the entire thing, which is the sport of baseball. Okay. Once that's established, it's like, I don't give a flying fuck about keeping it around or, hey, my kids love it like I did. It's like, if it died, like, it fucking killed itself. It stopped playing the sport of baseball. So, fuck them. Yeah, you got a, a really good perspective from that gentleman. And he was saying some numbers that were really fun to hear. I think the participation was in, like, the thousands in the league that he was running. But I guess, yeah. for example, part of it is now a T-ball. It's half instructional. The other half is like you play one or two innings and everyone hits. And and mm-hmm. obviously that's a mm-hmm. different type of ball. Maybe that's why the game is losing popularity is because it is so fucking hard. Yeah. And yeah. you're not getting taught well at younger ages and then people lose interest. I mean, but that complexity is what people like me like. Totally. I like the complexity. But you got to be taught that. Should four year olds be playing baseball, t ball? Probably not. Right. Five year olds, maybe. Six year olds, yeah. Okay, seven. Okay, good. You're coming up on this. You're about to have, yeah. this is about to be oh, your I life. Can't wait. Are you going to coach a team? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We got to get that documented. Yeah, that's going to be fun. What's really cool about baseball what and hardball, it's like it's always been a game of failure and trying yep. to deal with that failure. You get a base hit one out of four times, right? Well, three out of those four times, you're failing. Right. And so as a player, you need to be able to like deal with that. <laughs> and easier said than done. But we strive for perfection, and you definitely cannot perfect this game. You're not going to bat a 1,000. Yeah. You're not going to have an ERA of zero point zero zero. <laughs> yeah, I definitely shed some tears on the ball field. Yeah. Do you remember being really stoked when someone would just not commit an error at a really important time during your Little League game? Oh, uh, yeah. That was the standard. It's like he actually caught the ball and then stepped on the base oh. because usually he would not catch the ball. And how much character does that build? Oh, totally, dude. I still remember this. There was a guy my last year Little League that got maybe two, three hits the whole season. And then when we were in the biggest game of the season in the TOCs, he hits a double in the gap, like late in the game. And it was just like, oh, fuck. I mean, it blew everyone's mind on the team. And I couldn't imagine how good that made him feel in like a clutch situation, hit one in the gap. We have yet to discuss the fact that the athletics have announced they are moving to Las Vegas. Poor Oakland. The way that the fan base is being treated is it's appalling. And the team is just, they're not even fucking trying. They're 6-26 and 26 or something like that. Definitely the worst team in baseball right now. How would you characterize a team that's not trying so hard that it's like obvious to dogs? <laughs> Maybe you, there's like a term... It's named after a military vehicle. Days are tanking. I mean, do you think the players are tanking or the office is tanking? Because if you're a player, I don't... They're trying their best. Maybe they just suck, you know? Right. I I bet the players are trying their best. Like, they're not trying to not get hits when they get up there. No, I think it's just like Major League, except they don't get hot at the second half of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. And they just suck. Well, that's why you need to introduce the naked woman thing where you peel off a section every time you win a game. Huge. So good. Every dugout needs to have that. That got me to the theater. And don't forget the really killer montage. I love that movie. A4, to your point, Mm. if you're an Oakland A player... What more motivation to play your hardest? Because if you do well, they just trade your ass. Right. But you can leverage that to make more money. It's like, it's the perfect place. There's zero expectations. 
Okay, Las Vegas. It's actually not a done deal. They still have to secure some public funding. It's going to happen. Three years, they're gone. Yeah, I heard five. They announced five. I think, in, okay. yeah, the other part of that too is what do you do with a team that says, all right, y'all, we're going to pack up and bounce in five years, but keep giving us your money. <laughs> I mean, what a sad mm. way to... Right. The A's have history. The early 70s, I think they're one of the only teams win three in a row World Series. Yeah. And greatness. Yeah. In the 90s, the late 80s, 90s teams, those were juggernauts. Makes me sad. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> they, they went from Philly to Kansas City to Oakland. They're just transients. Go, like, the yeah, fans right. didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, my initial reaction was just poor Oakland because they yeah, lost their Warriors. They're losing their A's. Like, yeah. poor Oakland. Raiders, they lost all three. Well, 98 and Hagenberger isn't the most beautiful part of town. No. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah, but that uh, Howard Terminal rendering was just like, mm, beautiful. Shout out, Brody. Okay. <laughs> The quartet we have not convened since the Atlantic League announced that they were testing the designated runner. Oh, God. It's that fear or the realization of the all DH team, all fielding team, all running team is coming to fruition. Just gets you closer. So unreal. Like, right. I thought the long snapper in football or the backup quarterback was like the best job you could have in sports. But right. I mean, not if you're the specialty lefty bullpen pitcher facing the pinch hitter who's righty. And then all that guy has to do is get on base. And then you've got your own personal runner that can handle it. I mean, what a f- wow. Hard to take that one in. If it's happening and they're testing it out, hard to not see it just come to fruition here real shortly. Okay, so designated runner, he can come in only one time for one other guy. He can't be in the lineup. Okay. It's really limited, but I mean, like, dude. For now. Once it's in. Yeah, for now. They're going to expand it. He can come in three times, four times. Now there's two yeah. of them. Now there's three of them. Now we have a little running yeah, team. Yeah, here's what I'm thinking. You're big, kind of, kind of a slow runner, but you hit a ball in the gap, and then you intentionally just run slow to first base. Because your running replacement's Carl Lewis. You're like, dude, he'll just steal second, third, and like, whatever. Carl Lewis. Why do I got to get on my horse to get the second? Like, nah, man. We got the fastest designated runners in the league. Don't we want Andres Galarraga and Albert Pujols to play two more years, you guys? Doubles aren't fun. I mean, if you didn't hit a homer, just stay on first. Carl Lewis will clean up the mess. (laughs) Limp to first. Carl Lewis is on third after yeah. two pitches. I get it. It's exciting. Ding, ding. We found this pinch runner <laughs> from Jamaica. Yeah. Oh. They're so fast. Dude, think oh, about man. that. The <laughs> No, the prospects where you don't train to play baseball, you train Just to be run. a designated runner. Just so run. you are the yeah. best with pickoff yeah. moves. Well, why yeah. wouldn't it go that way? Pitchers yeah. aren't hitting. Specialists. Why would runners hit or do anything else? The new long snapper. Or the 68-man yeah. roster. Let's go. Well, inflation. See, I told you we're getting somewhere. We're getting the heart of the matter here. Well, you got your first to second guy. You got your second to third guy even. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, stop, stop. Please. Oh, oh you're breaking my brain. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I, we got a lot of pushback on the 55-man roster when we were bringing up with A9 and A10. They're like, oh, oh the, the owners don't want to pay all that. That's that's a bunch of extra money. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah, you had if a good it, argument. If the TV audience yeah. goes up 
and they only have to pay these guys like somewhere close to the league minimum. That's league nothing, minimum. dude. That's yeah. nothing. You guys ever played a wiffle ball game where like maybe you're like coming from an, an ankle sprain or something? You're like, oh, I'll hit. I can't really run right now. So like, so your just your buddies like waiting like on your side like after you hit it to just run right. first. Wiffle ball rolls. Yeah. Is that gonna happen too or what? I don't see why not. Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Check it out, you guys. They, and this is not a joke. They're talking about lowering the mound. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that one. I think if you had to do that or move it back, I think you start with lowering it. But I don't even want to talk about moving it back. So you're going to have to. That's a hot topic. That's so against my religion. I don't even want to bring that up. Hot topic. What does lowering the mound, what is that going to do? It's just harder to pitch. Just less pitcher advantage. Yeah. Advantage batter. A little less break on a couple. Yeah. It's just advantage a little better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because guess what? More home runs. We need more offense. Even though yeah. offense is up. Well, nope, not enough. In 2022, it was historically down. It was like the lowest batting average since the 60s. With a lot of homers. Batting average? Nobody cares about batting average. Yeah, what? And they've done this once before in baseball, if not more than once. Yeah, it used to be 15. And 68 is 15 inch. Now we're at 10. And it was because pitchers had too high of an advantage. And then they decided that that was going to even the playing field. Yeah. So. Right. There's the whole reason for making these rolls. They need more offense. Right. Can't blame the fact that players aren't hitting for average on the size of the mound. I mean, pitchers are throwing really hard. Yeah. But is a guy that throwing 103 right now going to throw 102 on a lowered mound? Mm. Maybe. Probably, yeah. Okay. Last year, the average batting average across the league was 243. You got to scroll down really yeah, far to get the, anywhere near the that. the 60s. You are correct. Jingle. And yeah. guess what, you guys? Guess how many points the batting average is up this year? With a lot because of Because they banned the shift, you guys. There should be a lot more hits. Oh, right, 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 right. It's up five points. Five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's reasonable. Good job. Yeah, it happened. Mm-hmm. Did any of you idiots see mm. that stupid Joey Votto <laughs> I'm really glad you brought that <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, I saw it. What the hell happened? Tattered. Hey, that's a hit now. So tattered. Basically, he hits a ball between first and second base, and they show two fielders dive, but neither of them can get it. So it goes into right field. And so he gets to first base, and he goes, oh, so that's a hit now? And then the commercial ends, and it's like, baseball's, baseball's back. back. MLB, <laughs> no shift. <laughs> so baseball has all these seven and a half second spots that are just like, baseball's back. <laughs> Look at this stupid shift. That's illegal. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> home run, home run, stolen base. Guess what? Baseball's back. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's soul crushing. I only saw the Votto one. That was bad enough. It really is. I think the tagline is like, great new rules, great fun, or some bullshit. And it's Three like, new rules, more great action. <laughs> Dude, how dare you sit here and spoon feed us this to just, you think we're just going to eat this up and tell everyone how great the rules are? I mean, I guess that's their job mm-hmm. to spend the money on it to. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one guy who's not getting spoon fed these rules, Bryce Harper. He's not taking it. He wants more time just for him so he can put on his elbow brace. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Guess what the league said? Fuck you, Bryce Harper. I don't know. If I was him, I probably would have tried that. Hey, guys, can you just make a rule just for me? Because I'm going to put on this elbow brace. I'm glad the league did not give him preferential treatment. Their track record doesn't. They made the Otani rule. They're making rules for just one player now. Yeah, yeah they are. That rule, the Otani rule, kills me. 
First off, Bryce Harper, fucking whatever. Well, he can't wear the elbow anymore. He doesn't have time to put oh, it on. Darn, too bad. But the Otani rule, when I first heard of it, I was under the impression that once every five games, the Angels were going to have a real baseball lineup. Because he was the pitcher, right? Right. But I didn't recognize right. or even think it was possible that, oh, when he gets pulled off the mound, it's fine. He's still in the lineup. Like, that's the first time where I realized that they were treating these entities twice. Yeah. And that's where the... I know, A2 walked me through that one several times. And that's the terrifying thing, because now the joke of the pinch runner or the... Designated runner. DH or whatever new thing that they're going to do, it's happening. They're going to have nine DHs. Gross. What are you guys going to do when they roll out the starting lineup and it's A1, hit and lead off, position, DH. A2, he's backing (laughs) them up, position, DH. A3, hitting uh, third, uh, DH. A4, in the cleanup spot, oh DH. God. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. That's going to happen. Right. Need more roster spots. That's what we need. 68. Yeah. Wow, this team's so special. Their right fielder is actually batting. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, there you have it. The slope is slick. We're just at the very beginning stages, man. And it's going off the rails. It's off the rails. It's off the rails. <laughs> really grinds my gears flop like AJ if everything's a priority nothing's a priority Come on, guys. If only someone could have seen this coming. You asked for his what? You think we're just going to eat this up and tell everyone how great the rules are?